Yes, what is going on everybody? Welcome back to the Rugby Muscle YouTube channel and or podcast, however you're listening or watching this. It's great to have you. I'm host as always, TJ, and today we're answering the question, how strong do rugby players need to be? This is a question I get asked a fair bit and... You know, it's something that I, I'm always pretty wishy-washy on the answer because it always is, depends. Actually, that is the answer. It depends. See you in the next video. No, I'm just kidding. We're, we've got several different permutations of this question, and we've actually got some real solid answers that hopefully you can apply to yourself and your training that is going to give you a better understanding of what you should be doing with your training. So, yeah, it's, it's a fun question to get into, and it's something that you definitely require some level of, um, of of thought, and that's what we've done here in this video. So let's get into it. So first and foremost, like, why are we doing this? Why are we answering this question of, like, get, or why are we putting hard and hard numbers on our strength? Because it is massively varied. Like, why don't we just keep getting stronger, or why don't we prioritize whatever we need to prioritize? It's because by putting, like, actual numbers to this, it allows you to, number one, Give a focus if you are someone that has room to grow or room to gain with your strength. If you're particularly weak, according to these numbers, then, you know, that's something that you should pay attention to. And it's something that you should definitely explore as far as getting stronger to enhance your rugby performance. Likewise, the further along this sort of spectrum you go, um, so if you if you're on this spectrum right now, if you're if you're below and you, your numbers aren't even going to be mentioned in this video, like as far as how strong you are, then you've got, you know, you should be definitely putting a massive focus on getting stronger and that will pay dividends on the rugby pitch. It will show off uh, as you get better or as you get stronger, you will improve on your rugby performance. But as you get further along and as you get stronger and stronger, um, so there's one level of we've got arrived, then we've got good, then we've got great. If you're at good or, you know, you're past arrived and you're heading towards great, then like, the, the the less benefit that gaining that more strength, gaining that extra five kilos to your squat, gaining whatever strength uh, number it is, is going to have in your game. That same five kilos when you're really weak can make a huge difference, right? So I, I need you to understand that. So the more you work towards these goals, the less it actually payoff it's going to have. If you just get in the gym and get stronger for the first you know few months or even years of your career that's going to make a huge difference to your ability if you've never done it before but if you've been training strength for 10 15 years and you've you've you know you've really got strong adding more might not make that much of a difference right and actually you know trying to require more to a certain extent won't even make any sense so you know as we've discussed many times on this podcast before it, it probably takes around 30 percent of the volume and and, and work to um, maintain strength versus gain it, probably even less. So you can dial your, your strength training all the way back because you're already strong enough. You, all you have to do is maintain. And then you can apply that time and focus in other areas such as speed, mobility, movement, power, all these different areas that you can apply, skill work, actually like getting better at rugby, all these other areas that were on the back burner because you put so much focus on, on getting your strength to the forefront, now will be focused on whilst you can just maintain your strength. So really good ways. Um, but before we get into the actual numbers, I know I'm kind of teasing you here. We've also got a bunch of caveats, right? So 
um, a big part of these numbers specifically when we're looking at strength will be your genetics, right? You might be someone that comes in the first time in the gym and is already at good strength levels. Um, that could be for back squat, could be for bench press, could be for whatever we, we get with numbers and lifts that we're given here. You could already be good. That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you, you should just not worry about strength. It's just it think it means that you should probably still apply it but you might you know you've still got further along in your in your journey to go but even so probably going to and past elite might not necessarily be your priority um you might also be someone that's just got perfect body structure for certain lifts right if you've got real short femurs you might be a real good squatter if you've got real short arms you might be a perfect bench press but that doesn't mean that you, uh, and that likewise might mean that if you've got the short arms, you might be terrible at deadlifting. If you're really tall, right, you're, uh, our locks that are watching this video, you might not be very good at deadlifting, you know, double your body weight because you're just a huge lock and it just doesn't make any sense. So these numbers don't, like, then, you know, they need to be taken with a little bit of a pinch of salt, right? Um, and also, because we're doing these lifts by body weight, um, some positions, you know, you might not need to do X amount of pull-ups because you're a prop and, and just having a lots of body weight is going to be better for you. Likewise, if you're a fly half, you know, again, you might not need to reach elite numbers on things such as the squat because it's more about your coordination and your skill. Likewise, it takes a lot of time to learn the coordination and the skill if you're coming at this from a bad background where it just doesn't quite work. Maybe you don't have the genetics for it to do a back squat or to do these different lifts because there is a good deal of skill um, that goes towards these lifts. So I'm going to give numbers that uh, kind of go against what I say because I, go, I, I do say that you don't necessarily need to do the big three. It's just numbers that people will understand and they can resonate with, right? Um, so this is just a rough guide and you don't necessarily have to be doing any of these lifts, but they should be an idea of where you're at. I've tried to include a few, um, of different variations just so you can sort of figure out where you might stand on this spectrum. But again, it's just a rough guide and it's just an idea because these are the lifts that I see most people, uh, most people performing in the gym. So therefore they can compare themselves and they say, okay, I need to work on this because it looks like I'm weak, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is the case. Um, something else that I wanted to point out here as well is that there are a lot of elite, elite, very elite, like top-end professional rugby players whose numbers will only be on this first line. They might not even be there. They, they might be really, really weak. The fact is, you're not going to see that on social media because if you're a rugby player that's really terrible at squatting or deadlifting, like England aren't going to feature on that, that on their inside line. Likewise, you know, uh, all Blacks aren't going to put that in their clips or they're going to do that really funky thing that they do because they've got a weird camera guy that zooms right in so you can never see the squat depth or the amount of plates on the bar. That's probably with a purpose because, you know, what you are what you are exposed to on social media is going to be the strongest power lifters in gyms. You're going to be exposed to the strongest lifters in general in the gyms because that's what they want you to see because that's what they want to big up. They don't. You don't want to see these very average lifters doing very average lifts that are also exceptional and strong and well-performing rugby players because that just doesn't make the grade, right? That You'll see their highlights on the rugby pitch, but you won't see their highlights in the gym if they're not good. Like there's a reason you probably haven't seen Sonny Bill smash uh, four plates on the, on the squat because he probably can't even do four plates on the squat, yet he's an exceptional rugby player, right? So just understand that if you will. But you're on the Rugby Muscle YouTube channel because you're probably a little bit of a meathead. You probably want to understand 
um, you know, how to train in the gym, you're already um, excited and enjoy training in the gym and you want to apply it to your rugby. So these numbers are a rough guide. Okay. I hopefully you understand that. These are the, again, and I've used these lists because they're the easiest to access and they've got a bit of a standard, right? So there's a bit of a standard for the form, you know, a squat must go below parallel, etc., etc., etc. Like if I could say, oh, you've got to do double body weight leg press. Well, what angle, what machine leg press are you using? Doesn't quite work. So you can use, you can, you could go by in your rugby training career and never use these lifts and you'd be fine. But I've used these for a guide. Okay. So numbers that I would like to see for you just to have arrived to say, right, okay, now I'm strong enough that um, I'm, a, I'm a serious gym guy, I'm a serious athlete, I'm a serious rugby player. We're looking at something quite as simple as 1.2 times your body weight uh, for back squat, 0.8 times your body weight for front squat, 1.5 body weight for deadlift, uh, six full pull-ups, um, 0.8 times your body weight for bench press, 0.7 uh, times your body weight for push press. Female athletes, I would literally just take 0.2 off of all of these numbers and they would apply and I think you'd be fine. Um, and that's actually a rule of thumb I'm going to use. Um, I'm not trying to be sexist here, just trying to put out the numbers for the guys that have been asking these questions. Um, females, if you are watching, fantastic. I would say the only difference would be probably just one full pull-up would be you've arrived and we go from there. But otherwise, 0.2 away from all of these lifts. Um, and and this these numbers just mean that you've you, you've got a good enough base that you can now start really applying yourself and considering yourself a decent enough athlete. Um, if you haven't reached here, strength should be your 100% main priority. Get to get these numbers. You will keep seeing these numbers improve, even your speed, but every other vector of your rugby performance will be improved by getting stronger at this level. Once you've got to this level, then you want to start to look at other areas and potentially periodize your approach a little bit more. Now we're looking at good, so 1.6 times body weight for back squat, uh, a body weight front squat, a double body weight deadlift, 10 full pull-ups, 1.2 times your body weight on a bench press, and um, a push press times three of your body weight. Again, if you're a female athlete, I'm looking at taking 0.2 away from all of these, except for the push press, which I would take, you know, 0.75. So uh, 0.75 of your body weight times three, that would be, oh, maybe even times one. That would be good for bench, for push press. Again, see how this varies and this is sort of, um, sort of in the air of, as far as like real hard and fast numbers. Um, five full pull-ups as well for women um, would be good. Um, again, once you get to here, you're a little bit further along the spectrum. Now we want to be really considering our time spent doing just strength work. We want to be spending a good deal of our time at this point doing power work, transferring this strength into the speed that we want to apply it. Um, we want to be doing real a various amounts of jumps, a various amounts of sprint work if we have the goal to get faster. Um, obviously, our conditioning work, but our, our, our rugby-specific work will start to look, take a little bit more precedent here. We also want to be looking at a lot more different single leg variations, different energy systems training with our strength, so that strength isn't the only thing that we're focusing on at this point. Um, again, this will depend on you and where you sit at as far as a well-skilled rugby player, but now you'll get into a point where you've got a decent amount of strength and getting stronger is going to potentially improve your rugby performance, but it's not at the point anymore where it's definitely going to pay dividends, right?
if you've already got a double bodyweight deadlift and, it, and it's going to require you to take, you know, a lot out of yourself to improve that deadlift, you could probably just leave it there and you could probably focus on so many other areas that will improve your rugby performance. And if you want to know what those areas are, we've got plenty of videos down in description or around on this YouTube channel. So make sure you hit subscribe. And we're already 12 minutes into this video. So please hit like if you're still watching at this point, because this sort of stuff is what I think is beneficial for you. It's what I'm hearing a lot. And I think that you guys um, want to be seeing this. And of course, hitting the like button really helps out the algorithm. Um, now, at elite, like this is where you're strong enough, okay? You can just maintain at this point. I don't see any rugby players at any level needing to get any stronger at this point. And, and some people will never even get to this point, okay? Something that you really like must drive home. You could spend all your time and, and, and consider yourself a very serious strength athlete and never actually get there because you just don't have the genetics or you don't have you know, genetics as far as actual getting strong or genetics as far as body structure. You might have to do different movements because you've got exceptionally long femurs and you're never going to get a double body weight back squat. That's fine. Okay. I don't want you to lose weight and try and get stronger to, to get reach this level. I want you to do other things such as uh, reverse lunges or sled pushes or whatever it is, just going out and sprinting because you're, you're still not fast enough for the rope pitch. There's so many different things that you would do that would, um, take you further actually away from these numbers, but would improve your rugby performance. Once you reach these numbers though, if you do, Excellent. Consider yourself to have elite strength levels of a rugby player. There we go. Doesn't necessarily even mean that you're an elite rugby player because there are lots of power lifters, there are lots of strong men, there are lots of strength athletes that can lift these numbers and are shit on the rugby pitch. Okay, So there's so many other areas that you've got to improve to then improve your rugby. Not just talking about your skills, but we're looking at core work. We're looking at all of the conditioning work. If you, you, know, if you sack off and you don't do any conditioning sessions, yet you're still trying to reach this double body weight back squat, or you already have a double body weight back squat and you're trying to improve it even more, that is wasting your time. That is exactly why I'm making this video. You are strong enough. You don't need to do any more of this stuff. Um, it is not going to make any difference for you on the pitch, right? It might only make a slight difference if you were to get to these numbers and work your ass off to get to these numbers and you would have to justify that. And that would be fine and you could absolutely do that, but it's not 100% necessary. So I hope this video makes sense and I hope you guys found a lot from this video. Um, just understand that these are just, again, these are just rough numbers. This is just a rough guide. Um, but what you should see here is it's not huge. It's not anything absolutely crazy like you might have seen from powerlifters or the absolute strongest guys on um, you know, on, on, on highlight videos on social media of rugby players. Like, it's not the case, right? And there's nothing to say that even some of the considered top 10 professional rugby players in the world are even at anywhere close to these elite numbers. Maybe a lot of them aren't even at these good numbers. That is just the reality of um, professional rugby and elite ath athleticism, okay? Sometimes it doesn't show itself within these lifts. But if you're someone that's keen for these lifts, here are some guidelines for you to work towards. But don't forget, making a rugby player... Um, better is not just a case of getting stronger it's a case of all of these things and i've actually i am going to um in the next few weeks completely revise this or well, not completely i'm just going to make a slight adjustment to this pyramid here uh, to explain it better because i've changed my mind on just a few 
things. If you want to see that, let me know in the comments below. Let me know in the comments below also what you are working towards as far as your strength numbers. Um, are you someone that already is happy enough with where you're at? What are your numbers? Um, you can put it in terms of absolute numbers, like you can use pounds if you're a heathen, or you can use um, kilograms if you're a normal, like well-functioning person. Let me know what your lifts are. That would be great. And then you can tell me what you plan on doing as you keep going forward. Comments below really help out the algorithm. They'll push out this YouTube channel to people that need to see this information. And that will help give you better competition, which will then help you make you a better rugby player. Win, 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 win. Everyone's a winner. Make sure you're subscribed if you haven't done so far. Um, and I'll see you guys in the next video and or podcast. Thank you.